Welcome to the Tales of Africa podcast with your host, Richmond Setrana. This podcast is an initiative to project positive African values and challenge the status quo of Africa being relegated to the background. This platform will be an avenue to establish Africa as a no-pushover continent and to reduce the over-reliance on Western media by creating our own unique medium of communication where African stories and perspective matter. Today, we'll be talking about the Africa Continental Free Trade Area also known as AFTA, which was launched in Accra, Ghana in January 2021. It seems not a lot of people know about what AFTA is all about. So here in our studios, we have Bismarck Elom Adu, who will basically simplify what AFTA is all about. Bismarck Elom Adu is an associate consultant with specialty in trade and investment with Confidence, an Africa-focused research and advisory firm based in Accra, where he provides insights and advisory work to help African governments, multilateral development agencies, and private sector players to maximize the impact and return on their investments. Bismarck has served as the project co-lead for a portfolio impact assessment and fundraising advisory work for Casablanca-based Africa 50 infrastructure fund across five African countries. He was also part of the three-membered team that advised the government of Benin on setting up a sovereign wealth fund. In 2019, Elam conducted a survey sponsored by the African Union Department of Trade and Industry for business associations from over 30 countries on their preparedness for the start of trading under the Africa Continental Free Trade Area. He also made recommendations to help boost preparedness of business associations on the continent. Elom Bismarck is also the co-author of the State of the After Year Zero Report, which is an index that assesses and ranks the 55 African governments' commitments and readiness for the start of trading under the world's largest common market, which is the Africa Continental Free Trade Area. So, welcome to our studios once again, Bismarck Elomado. It's, it's actually a pleasure to have you. So, Thank we would you. want you to, if there's anything we left out of your profile that you would want to add, please go ahead and do so and then we will delve right in. Right. Thank you, Richmond. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, um, so, I also worked on the One Trillion Framework uh, for the Apple Champions Initiative. Uh, the One Trillion Framework was was adopted and accepted by the African uh, Heads of State at the 33rd uh, Summit in Addis Ababa in uh, February of 2020. Um, the purpose of that framework is basically to, to leverage on the CFTA, or AFTA as you already call it, um, to, to rake in uh, 100 billion US dollars of investment annually uh, over a 10 year period. Which, which will essentially give you the one trillion uh, uh, that we talk about, you know, in the framework. Wow. So basically, that's that's one important component of my profile as far as the athletes concerned that you left out. Wow. So it's 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 a, it's a real great honor to have you in our studios once again. So, as as I said, not a lot of African youth, especially, know about what after it's all about and what they are what what they are coming to do. So. Um, I would want to first start by asking you what is the Africa Continental Free Trade Area? What is it all about? Alright, so um, I would want you to permit me to give a bit of a background to the journey so far. Okay, sure. Yeah. So, um, in 20, I mean, in the March, I mean, in March of 2018, African Heads of State met in Kigali, uh, Rwanda, where they, they first signed the CFTA document, which is the first stage, uh, the first stage in the process of building a common market. Uh, at that summit, uh, 55 African uh, heads of state 
uh, he suddenly signed the the, uh, the, the agreement. Uh, however, it might be noted that you know two of the continent's uh, biggest uh, economies, uh, Nigeria, Nigeria and South Africa, yeah. uh, were not uh, part of those who signed the agreement in Kigali. For reasons you know we really can't tell, but perhaps they they probably I suspect they probably want to consult more with their with their uh, business sector or private sector before they make any such commitment. But I mean it is important to say that they subsequently signed up, and currently we have about uh, fifty four countries out of the fifty five African countries. I mean uh, having signed the uh, the agreement, it's only Eritrea when I checked it the last time. Who still hasn't signed but i hear um, you know the au is working very hard to reach out to them to get them to sign okay so um i think you've answered one of the questions that i have for you which was how many african countries have ratified the agreement and which countries haven't sent their reasons so, okay the first stage is signing the signing is different from only ratification. ratification okay so what happens is the signing is just your president or whoever is your you know your rep going to just sign and that we are committed to do it but uh, you are not, you are not bound by it. You just sign in. Okay. That's the first stage of it, and uh, uh, you then have to go to your parliament and for them to ratify. It. So the, the 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 ratification is done, uh, you know, uh, by the parliament in the individual countries. Okay. Yeah. So, um, which is why, even though we have fifty five, uh, fifty four countries that have signed so far. Um, a huge number of them are still not part of trading now because they've not yet ratified. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so first they need to sign and then you ratify. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, nice. So, um, so it, I mean, I, I mean, in Kigali, it was, it was, it was said that uh, a minimum of twenty-two countries must ratify before they will start the actual implementation of a CFT, like oh. kickstart process of 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 going to start. So that means that they, they need. A minimum of 22 countries to rectify and some uh, and deposit the instrument of ratification with the AU, uh, you know, in Addis, the AU Department the of African Trade, Union, uh, and, Ababa. yes, and investment, uh, and investment, yes. the Department of Trade and Investment, yes, okay. So, so that that was what happened, and so in in by by May of 2019, you know, just about a year later after they, they signed Ikigali, they had they had actually exceeded that that number. Uh, wow. Oh yes, you know they acceded to uh, twenty-five countries actually ratifying be- before uh, they met in uh, in Yami, you know, uh, in, uh, in I mean in Niger. So then they started the process of the of of, of establishing the, the the CFTA. So what that meant was that uh, now the negotiations can now start. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. So so then. The negotiations began, you know, but um, as of that time, I think Nigeria had signed even before they, they met in, in uh, uh, you know, in Yami, in, uh, in Yami, in Niger. So that's that's the journey so far. Okay. And and initially, start of training was supposed to happen uh, in July, first July of 2020, but because of COVID. It was shifted to first first January uh, uh, 2021, which of course we also happened, uh, you know, first of January when it was launched, you know, uh, I mean, however virtually anyway. So yeah. 
Okay, so my next question is, why is African continental free trade area important and what are the implications for ratifying this agreement? Well, I think, I think, I think even before we go to the uh, implications, I would want to, you know, spend a lot more time to throw more light on, on your earlier question about okay. what the CFT is about. So, I would want to talk about the aims of the CFT. So, the aim are, you know, a number of them. One is to progressively eliminate tariffs on, 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 on goods produced in Africa and traded within Africa. Okay. All right. And also progressively remove uh, uh, non-tariff barriers to trade uh, on the continent. Um, also to enhance efficiency of customs and, and then facilitate uh, trade. And also be able to help in industrialization across the continent. And But also very importantly is to um, help uh, regional value chains to emerge because of the free trade area so these are just a few of the of the aims of the cfta um then come come back to your question why, why is it important and what are the implications of um, of, of ratifying the cfta so if you ratify it means that you, you, at that point you are saying look i am ready and i want to be part of the uh, negotiations you know and then and then um, start of trade yeah, so that is what it is basically, and you are committing to join the free trade, trade area, and also you are committing to progressively reduce and eliminate custom duties and non-tariff barriers on your, uh, I mean, um, I mean, in trade, um, with I mean, for for goods coming to your country from Africa origins. Um, so how how would they how would the elimination of the custom duties be be done? So um, at the start of trade. Um, I mean, the goal is to, the overall goal, are you okay, is to eliminate a tariff on 90, on 90% of your, of your, uh, you know, uh, I mean, of, of goods, you know, traded. However, you are not, you are not bound to do this, you know, um, immediately, you know, so, um, but then we have, uh, we have, um, so then you add, how about ten percent? That because I said ninety percent. What what about ten percent? Okay, so the ten percent that that um, um, that you are not supposed to, like that you are not bound to immediately remove tariff tariff on seven percent of them. They are des they are designated as sensitive uh, product. So for instance, if uh, if you think that a certain product is is um, is where you get a lot of you know re revenue from. Um, you you would deem it as sensitive because if you if you allow zero tariff on it, it may hurt your revenue streams and you know and your economy may suffer or so or perhaps it's a product that you probably want to uh, you know if you like protect your lo local industry or something for, for for you to grow so you you may designate those products as um, sensitive but it, it doesn't mean that you will not uh, liberalize uh, tariff on them you would but you would have a, a, a you know some 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 time frame to do that you know so basically is that you know when you are you know for that time frame that you would i mean you would not allow you know zero type on those goods you're also preparing to make your domestic industry competitive not or you're also you know trying to devise strategies to you know to to help you uh mitigate the impact when you eventually have to you know liberate uh, you know uh, i mean the, the the tariff on them are you okay 
so but then you then, then have the three percent which is excluded that one you would not you would not take any tariff out of it like i mean you would maintain your your tariff line on it yeah and then if you if you take i talk about the sensitive product so if you take the sensitive product um uh, for the least developed countries ldc they have i mean i mean the seven percent uh, they have 13 years to to um, uh, to scrap tariff on those on those products if you take the non least developed countries uh, they have um, uh, 10 years to do that to to liberate trade on the on the on the sensitive uh, product which which may make up the 10% so basically this is what you're committing yourself to if you ratify are you okay yeah Wow, so that's that's very interesting and enlightening. So, um, I think that covers for the problems that it will solve. Um, what problems will they after solve, and what problems will it not solve? Well, which one? I think, I think. So you you right when you said that. I mean, I've already answered yes this this question in line. You know, trying to answer earlier questions, but I always want to uh, talk a little more about. Um, What other problem that is to solve? Yes. So, for instance, currently, uh, in Africa trade, um, as a share of Africa's total global trade, it's just about eighteen percent. I see. Compared to, if you take uh, Asia, if you take Asia, Asia, about fifty-nine percent of Asia's global trade. Are you okay? Yeah. Is intra Asia. Okay. If you take you know um, Europe, about sixty nine percent of Europe's global trade is intra Europe. If you take um, America, so about fifty five percent of America's uh, global trade is intra Africa, uh, intra uh, America. Okay. So, so for our uh, for our listeners who may not know what intra Africa means, can you explain what intra Africa, intra Europe, intra Asia means? <laughs> yeah, All right. Good. So, so basically, intra basically means within. Okay, within. within. So, okay. I mean, what I'm essentially saying is that currently, trade within African countries, countries. Like among African countries, is only 18 per percent of of Africa's total trade okay. with the world. Are you okay? And so, yeah, that's what I mean by uh, intra. Yeah, um, this is a major problem, and I think that the the CFTA. Um, it, it, they, this is a very major problem that the CFT would would uh, would solve, in, in my opinion, because basically you are trying to remove all the you know tariff and non-tariff barriers, you know. So yes, it will, it will I mean it will solve this issue. However, I must also make the point that um, the issue that the CFT may not solve. Okay. You know, the CFT will not solve if you have connectivity issues, if you have infrastructure issues that are not tackled. Uh, so, you know, trade as we, you know, as we know it is the movement of goods, you know, across borders and, you know, within countries. So, um, before you continue, you talked about connectivity issues. What exactly do you mean by connectivity issues? Yes, yes. I, I, I was coming there. Okay, so I was sorry. There. So, um, if you don't have infrastructure, uh, transport infrastructure that's connecting your countries, um, I mean, how are you going to move the goods? And so that right there is a non-tariff barrier to trade. You can scrap all the tariff 
all the custom duties on the good but if 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 i'm not able to get across to the country that i want to get it to uh, that there is a challenge and okay. cft you know itself cannot solve it you know we we need you know commitment within i mean beyond just the cfta to okay. be able to do that so Problem like that, you know, and we have issues about competitiveness, you know, of our economies. Um, I've always made this point that the CFT, um, the CFT, we should be careful. I mean, the CFT should be able to create wealth for Africans. Mm. Okay, so we should be able to set up our own factories. We should be able to, you know, trade within ourselves and make and create wealth for our people. But the challenge we are going to have if you don't take care is that um, you have all these companies from all over the world coming to set up in in in, uh, in Africa just to be able to take advantage of the CFTA and trade their goods within Africa. And why would they have to come to Africa before they can be able to trade within Africa under the CFTA? It is because the CFTA has um, a rule that's called the the rule of origin. Okay. Are you okay? It says that for your good to benefit from that tariff-free uh, trade among African countries, it must have a certain percentage of that good produced in Africa. And I think the last time I checked, I think you know, currently at the at the start of trade, I think they have lowered it a little bit because they, they wanted to help countries at least in the in the in the short term take advantage of the CFT. So I think. I'm not too sure, but I think it's like 30% might um, might be from the continent before you can be able to enjoy that 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 type. However, I mean, as we trade and then we go along, I'm pretty sure that uh, this will be increased very, very significantly. I'm not surprised even if it's I'm not surprised even if even if it's increased to 50% or 60%. Okay. So so that's why all the all the companies from you know China, Asia, China they yeah. come to Africa because if if you produce in in Africa, it, it doesn't care whether you are a Chinese producing in Africa. The the, the the question is producing in Africa, so it will have that free trade, and then you know uh, uh, you know uh, you will enjoy tariff free. So you make a business, you you, I mean, you make a profit, and then in the end they send a profit away. You know that you know. So, so yeah, so, that was so, what I was coming so, to ask. Yeah, so 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 it doesn't create world for africans exactly the great world for people yes. elsewhere and 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 why is it so so we need to start thinking about how we can own cft and create wealth for our people of course i'm not saying that you know these guys coming to do foreign direct investment from china from europe from america is bad it's not bad bad in fact actually when they come they they create employment for our people right so it is not bad however i think to be able to create wealth for our people we need to create more of the dangotes, the more of the you know, um, uh, you know, MTNs and you know, eco banks, so that I mean, the Africans and the and the and the uh, and they create wealth Africa. So 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 that we know that whatever profit that they make through trading within ourselves, it is it, still in the continent. It's not you know repatriated elsewhere or something. You know, so I think we need to tackle those issues of trying to um, address the competitive the competitiveness issues. Um, that that's the for business. I mean, I think the cost of power is in this country is, is in this continent is is, is crazy. You know, um, we can't compete with you know China and co. If you are, if you have those, I mean, such high cost of power. So there are those issues of competitiveness. There are you know um, 
infrastructure issues you know i mean transport infrastructure there are issues of you know you know difficulty to have access to financing and all of those things so there are issues of competitiveness that the cft wouldn't solve and if we really want the cft to work for us as africans and help us to uh, create wealth out of the cfta then it is it, it is crucially important that we solve these competitiveness issues and then also uh, help 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 um, Africa champions to emerge. If I say African champions, I mean Africa. I mean entrepreneurs who are able to uh, open up businesses and do value addiction. Uh, I mean, value addition to to be able to help us take much more advantage of the CFT and create wealth for ourselves, not for people from 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 elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much. We are really learning a lot right now. So, will this free trade agreement, okay, will it strengthen Africa's position in any way on the global market? Yeah, sure, sure. The interesting thing is that the CFT comes um, at a point where COVID has taught us a very huge lesson. Okay. Uh, about the over concentration of um, the global value chain, the global supply chain. Uh, in just one corner of the world, which I mean, clearly is China. And so post-COVID, uh, companies are trying to diversify their production chains and uh, supply chains from 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 China and to other emerging uh, market and developing economies. So, the CFTA comes at a at a time that it makes it very uh, very conducive to consider Africa as a potential, you know, destination if you want to diversify your your supply chain from China, because um, it will help. Them, it will then help create, uh, uh, you know, uh, regional value chains, you know, in Africa as well. So it, it will help boost Africa's competitiveness. But like, like I said, um, the fundamental issues that I just talked about about competitiveness uh, needs to be addressed. But the CFT in itself can't can be able to do that. I think which is what brings me to uh, the one trillion frame, framework. Uh, so I talked about, you know, so the interesting thing about the CFT, are you okay? Is that unlike the other uh, free trade areas, you know, so either the EU market the European Union, you know, EU market, um, or the NAFTA, you know, the NAFTA, uh, the North, Af- uh, the North America Free Trade uh, Area, which, which President Trump has has renegotiated to the USMCA. Um, for these, for these uh, free trade um, areas, are you okay? They already have the necessary things in place. To be able to trade smoothly within themselves before the the free trade area was formed or the trade block was formed and so if you take the usmc or the nafta which you know we have canada america and, and mexico these are all countries that have already industrialized they, they you know they have the infrastructure in place connecting them so i mean they don't have much of a problem when they when they started that trade block if you take the eu the infrastructure was already in place, so they didn't have much of a problem, you know. But we find ourselves in a peculiar situation where, um, where we don't have those 
factors in place you know before we are forming the, the the trade block however i must also admit that i mean the eu market and the usmc are talking about they are they are much smaller um, uh, um trade areas you know trade blocks so right, if you take if you take the 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 usmc it's just three countries you know a tripartite you know agreement agreement if you take um the eu market is less than 30 you know uh, uh, members you know take the cft which is you know expected to be about 55 countries that's quite a, a number so ours is, is is bigger but then we we also you know don't have the 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 sort of factors that they had before they 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 started however so you know then it begs the quick question to to, to to say that okay does that mean that we are making a mistake by going ahead without this uh, these factors in place no i i don't think so um uh, which is then that brings me to the one trillion framework I talked about when you when you asked me about you know something that you probably left out of my of my of my profile. So the one trillion framework, it is its goal is to be able to use the CFTA. Are you okay? To to drive investment into the continent into these areas that we just talked talked about. You know, uh, you know, um, infrastructure. Uh, you know. Um, value addition all of this is, is to use a cft to be able to rather attract investment into, into this into this area so it, it's a very strategic framework which is being being uh, now rolled out so uh the one trillion framework basically would would be able to um, help us uh, deal with some of these um, issues uh, so i would basically say that we need to make sure that that framework works and works well and um, I I'm happy that uh, the heads of states have all adopted it and accepted it so I, I hope that they'll commit to it and then we would we would, we would uh, uh, you know we would make some pro- progress in that in that regard okay yeah. thank you so as you are speaking a question just popped up in my mind okay mm-hmm. so um considering that Africa already has regional blocks yeah, yeah. like the ECOWAS mm-hmm. SADC and the other regional blocks that we have so weren't they supposed to be a form of you know trade within these already existing regional blocks which is supposed to facilitate trade and connectivity so that the launch of the cfta would rather make everything so smooth so why are we still having this speculation all right um i think that's a very interesting question that you have asked um that already we have existing trade blocks yes uh, you know regional trade blocks so isn't it supposed to already have the infrastructure and all of those things in place the more we kick start, start a CFTA, we, just we just follow yes it's true but you know <laughs> just like the cfta itself we, we we still don't have those things in place when, when, when you put put up i mean when you put out those those trade, trade blocks are you okay i mean um if you take equals for instance you know we still have issues you know um we still have issues um the transfer connectivity is not still good um, I was I was trying to look at um, um, Ghana getting a, a cargo uh, freight, I mean air cargo, okay. you know, from Ghana directly to say uh, maybe Burkina Faso, or, uh, you know, 
or one of just the West African country. And I, and apparently the, the, there's no freight. I mean, there's no air cargo freight. You know, wow. Directly linking this these two these countries, even though we are in the same trade trade block. Um, but then, if you are exporting on a smaller scale, a, a smaller scale you know, the passenger airlines do take those small, 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 you know, consignments. But if you want, you know, continuous cargo, like, you know, all of those things, I mean, you, you don't have freight, uh, air freight connecting them, all of, all of those things. So there are still issues. There are still issues. Mm. Um, you know, of course, when you take the coastal countries, um, my 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 engagement with some industry people over the last couple of months tells me that uh, um, uh, you are able to ship container along the I mean the Equus uh, coast. Yeah. You are able to ship containers uh, from one country to the other. You know, uh, like Ghana, Togo, Benin. However, however, it's not guaranteed. Okay. It's not guaranteed. It, it's just like say by by chance when when the when the ship is going and then you just you just uh, you just put it in it and then it goes. But then if the ship is not going that way, then you, you so it's not guaranteed. So so those are the issues. So still the trade block themselves are still battling. You know this same issue that I talked about. So um, they've not really. I don't know how to put it, but. They, they don't have the those factors that are talking about in place but like i said the cft should be able to to the one kind of framework should be able to help us uh do with all of these things you know and, and, and attract investment into 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 all of those things yeah it's important um which is again let me pick a little more pick a little more on that uh trade block so the interesting thing one thing that i probably left out is, is the countries that have so far submitted the the tariff uh, shadows for 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 ninety for ninety percent. So here's the thing. Um, one interesting thing I I noticed is that uh, I think so far about 40, 41 countries, forty one member states have submitted the the tariff shadows. But it doesn't mean that uh, all of these forty one countries have ratified naturally. Why why is it so that forty one have submitted but not all the forty one have ratified? Because so here's the thing. Equas all the the major trade trade blocks have have submitted their their tariff concessions as a block. Okay. So Ghana didn't so say if you take Equas for instance, Ghana didn't submit it its as, own independent. Yeah, no no no. So the whole Equus came together and submitted one. As a single entity. As a single entity. So therefore, even if you are in Equus and, and you didn't even ratify, you are deemed as having submitted your oh, your tariff concession. Are you okay? Yes. And then if you take uh, EAC, it's the same. They all submitted as a block. If you take uh, you know the the South Africa Common Union, you know they also submitted. And then we have the so and, and you take the Central Africa, they also submitted as a block. Uh, it's just a, a, a few countries that submitted as as individual countries. Example is Egypt, Madagascar, Malawi, Mauritius, South Tome, uh, you know, DR Congo, you know, Seychelles and, um, and Zambia. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that that is a bit of the the original trading block that I talked about. Yeah, I want to just bring that in. Okay. Thank you so much, Bismarck. I think our time is up. So this was a very enlightening session. Thank you so much. So um. 
Any last comments on the free trade agreement? What are your suggestions to the African governments? Well, I think my suggestion to them really would be that you know the AU has come up with with what, what you call the the BIAT clusters. Okay. The BIAT simply stands for boosting intra Africa trade. B I A T BIAT clusters. And and they have and under that action plan, they call it the BIAT action plan. How do we boost into Africa trade? There are seven major issues that that the BIAT clusters have has you know um, have to be able to uh, promote inter Africa trade. One is trade policy. Two is trade fa fa facilitation. He talks about you know uh, customer efficiency and all of those things. Mm -hmm. Then we have trade related infra infrastructure. We have trade information. We have factor market integration. We have trade finance, and finally we have uh, productive capacity. So these seven clusters, I, I would I would call on African government to to focus on 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 addressing them um, as it relate to the uh, to inter Africa trade, so that um, then all of the issues that I, that I talked about that the CFT in itself will, will not solve if they focus on these these seven clusters. Uh, we should be able to solve those issues that I, that I talked about, and also secondly, I would also urge them all to to work closely with the Afro Champions Initiative to make sure that the the one trillion framework, which is supposed to use a CFTA to leverage investment into 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 the critical areas uh, that I talked about, uh, is successful. Are you okay? Yeah. So that 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 was my 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 final. Um, uh, advice to African government okay. uh, in, in doing this because th this is very important and the CFT has potentials. It has tremendous potentials um, to create employment. I'm sure and to leave people out of poverty. Uh, so uh, it would be in their own interest to really commit to making this a success. Of course, um, there will be challenges. There will be initial shocks to some economies, you know, and all those things. But um, I think those will just be short-term issues uh, in the long term i i see a lot of uh, potential and success for the cft so um i'll end by saying that uh, uh, all african governments should commit to the cft and its success thank you thank you so much thank you so much for being in our studios and for enlightening us and then telling us all what the cft is about and we are really grateful so i'm sure we'll call on you again in future and then we'll access um the the progress yes the progress made by the cfta so far i think i think that brings me to one thing that you talked about in my profile that i didn't talk about the the state of the cft year zero report okay great so that report that we it's going to be an annual report series okay so every year we would update it the one that i talked about the year zero one was was released in 2020 and um uh, the the second edition, which is year one, will start this year. Basically, what is it trying to solve? It, it's trying to look at track the, the the progress of the CFTA and the key enablers of the, that that to see the CFTA work 
try, trying to track the, the the improvement as we make progress on the on the CFTA. So that report would would, would be a good a good um, that report series will be a good uh, a good pointer for anyone who wants to know uh, how what we are doing in this uh, enabling factors for the CFTA. I think the, the, I will call everybody to, to 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 look at the at the framework. Um, uh, we have uh, what you call the enablers factors within this within the uh, the one to framework, which is uh, transport and connectivity, cheap power to industry, value addition and, and removal of non-tariff barriers. So these are the enablers for 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 for, for a smooth inter Africa uh, trade. So I would call on uh, you know young African you know investors to and government to to mm -hmm. take a critical look at that at that, at that framework. And, and um and support it thank okay you. so thank you thank you so much elon so um to our listeners i hope you really learned something from the cfta so um you can you can leave your comments you can leave your questions in the comment section and then we'll do well to pass them on to Bismarck elon ado he'll reach out directly and then answer any inquiries that you may have you may also search online research for more information about the cfta so um this concludes the end of today's episode kindly subscribe to our podcast for more amazing african content to know about happenings across africa young people from africa everywhere doing wonderful things kindly subscribe follow us on facebook follow us on instagram follow us on twitter and then we'll, we'll meet you another time thank you bye bye